This is CliffCentral.com. Health insurance for humans can sometimes be a difficult concept to grasp. Here's a simple explanation of how it works for pets. Welcome to Pause for Thought, brought to you by PetHeaven.ca.za, your one-stop online pet shop. Pet Heaven's scheduled deliveries will not only save you time and money, but will take all the hassle out of remembering to buy pet food. Go to PetHeaven.co.za now and sign up to the newsletter to get the best deals on a wide selection of toys, treats and accessories. Today we're talking about pet insurance. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. Um, perhaps you have. Perhaps you've considered it before. Why should you insure your pet? Well, with us is One Plan Executive Director Sven Lorenczyk, and he'll be speaking to us um, about One Pet Insurance and other insurance plans that are available out there. Hi, Sven. Hi. Thanks for having me. So what is pet insurance? So I think the the easiest way to explain what pet insurance is is to perhaps draw a comparison to other forms of insurance. So the same way as you would have health insurance or medical aid. So you can have a form of cover that looks after your pets. And and really it it can be a combination of both day-to-day, let's call it day-to-day, or routine care visits and uh, accident-related cover, or it could be illnesses that are covered. Uh, So it could be a combination of all three and really depends on affordability. Uh, In other words, what can you afford and uh, what's the the extent of the cover that you would like? So very much like health insurance for humans. That's exactly what it is. So Mm. so it's quite funny because we actually treat our pets like they're humans. So when we address the pet, we call them dear spot. Oh yeah. (laughs) This is, we've seen that you've loaded a claim. And Uh. and so, so yes, there, there are absolute similarities between health insurance and pet insurance. Uh, and, and also the, the methodology in terms of which, how you pay claims, etc. You know, for me, health insurance is one of the most confusing concepts. I know it's your absolute forte, but, um, I just find it so difficult to understand. I don't understand why I run out of money and why there there are caps and all of these sorts of things. And I just hope that for my purposes, because I've looked into pet insurance before, that this is a little easier to understand. So you're 100% right. And I think, you know, our entire philosophy at at One Plan and One Pet is to try and demystify this whole idea of uh, insurance, hard works, the fine print, et cetera, et cetera. And and really the proliferation of pet insurance products in the market now seems seems to suggest that people – both understand the the need for pet insurance, but also that the market is moving towards a better understanding and and perhaps easier product uh, products in the market. So so yeah, it, it is very complicated, and part of what makes it complicated are things like uh, you have tariffs, you have limits, you have you know exclusions, and it's all of those kind of concepts that you just go like, well, I don't quite understand that. All I want to know is that if something happens, my pet is looked after, mm. and and that's really where the market should be moving. Greater transparency, ease of use, ease of claim, because insurers, uh, by nature, try and make their money by not paying claims. Charge you a premium, don't pay a claim, claim we make profit. And uh, I think what South African insurers are starting to, to realize is that that's probably not a great philosophy in the long term. So you want to create that brand awareness uh, and credibility in the market. Okay, so now why should I insure my pet? 
So I'll give you the, the immediate pushback that people give when you talk about pet insurance. They say, well, for 300 rand a month, I can just self-insure. I can just put that money in the bank. and you Which know, one never really does. Exactly. <laughs> but, but even if you are disciplined to that extent, mm-hmm. uh, I would say that the biggest need for pet insurance lies in a potential accident. Uh, potential accident, um, well, we don't have to go through the list of accidents, but uh, – especially if you have multiple pets, could range into 20, 30, 40, 50,000 rand. Mm. And in order to build up enough of a reserve in order to have your pet looked after, well, it's not that easy. It's going to take you a bit of time at 300 rand a month. Yeah. So my suggestion is that if you have a pet that you care for, uh, take out pet insurance to try and insure against the catastrophe event. Mm-hmm. but also to ensure that you always have a reserve to look after your pet when you need it. Because what people, and as you correctly say, it's, it's, you know, it's easy to say, well, you put, a, put aside 300 rand a month, but there's also other things that happen. The, you, know, you might require certain uh, treatment or you need to dig into those reserves, and often you, you forget about, well, yeah, I still have a pet that I need to contribute towards. Mm-hmm. So, so pet insurance almost drives the right behavior. And is there a difference between insuring one pet in most people's cases and in my case, five or six or seven or more? So it depends on the provider. Um, What I would say is that there are a lot of providers that provide you with discounts as you add on pets, which is really it incentivizes you to place additional pets on cover. And there's other providers that don't. They they view your pets as individual pets that you will have to cover in their own right. Mm. Um, obviously, I would advocate that you want to be with a provider that gives you the benefit of as you add pets, uh, it becomes cheaper and not more expensive in terms of your, your premium per pet. Yeah. Um, and what types of animals can one insure? I mean, you know, it could have a pet spider or a snake. No, it, it, and it, that's a very, very good question because uh, so there are providers that focus on dogs and cats mm-hmm. um, and there are other providers that provide pet insurance for exotic animals. Okay. Um, Obviously, the more exotic the animal, the more uh, or the less claims data there is, which means that your premium will probably be more expensive. Uh, so, so that is something to take into consideration. Yeah. But it's things like equine insurance. Yeah, um, I would I would think that that um, historically has that that horses have probably been insured more often than any other animal. Yeah, I think you know one of the things that features prominently, and it's not something that uh, that we do, but uh, generally there's mortality cover. So if something has to happen to your horse uh, and passes away, then you would be uh, you, there would be a recoupment over there. But that's not really what you're after. You know, it, it's that you want the preventative care to make sure that if something happens to your horse or animal, that you're able to look after them so that that tragic event doesn't occur. So so it's it's more of that and yeah. less of the mortality component of it. Yeah. So let's look at all the different things that could happen. What are the terms and conditions? Um, and not so much as terms and conditions, but more as what are the benefits? Um, what exactly, how does it work, et cetera? So let's say, for instance, using my example, I want to insure four cats and a dog. What is it going to cover in those, in, in those animals? Um, things like cancer, perhaps, and treatment for that. Um, obviously, hospital stays are a biggie and very heavy on the wallet and operations too. So. Let's look at what what it covers. Okay, so I I think the most important thing to say is that 
we aren't talking about terms and conditions as in commas and full stops, but it's more the features that you would want to assess when looking at a pet insurance policy. And one of the first things that I would look at is the age barrier. Mm-hmm. Um, so you really want a policy or you want to understand when looking at a pet insurance product, what is the age barrier? If my pet is 10 years old, will they look after it? Yes or no. And, and what you'll find is that a lot of providers have a cap on, it's usually between eight and 10 years, uh, where, where they won't allow a pet to come on if, you know, if the pet is older than that. And there are some providers that will look after your pet at say age six and seven, then continuing beyond that age barrier, mm-hmm. and those are really the kind of providers that you want to to uh, to look at, simply because uh, you you take a long term view on your pet, and you don't want it to be the case that you, when your pet needs it the most, the that's cover it. isn't available. So it's exactly so that's, when all the health problems really start, it's precisely from that age onwards. And and just going, you asked a question to say, well, what are the some of, some of the things that are or aren't covered? I think that also depends on two factors. Firstly, the type of provider that you're at, they might provide more holistic cover to your pet or more restrictive cover. So it depends on the provider. And the second point is depends on the kind of plan that you're on. Um, There are some providers that provide an accident-only type of cover, and uh, there are policies in the market that provide a more comprehensive cover. And that ranges both from, you know, normal routine care, vaccinations, uh, accident-related issues, uh, dread disease, and in inverted commas, which is usually a term used for humans. But mm-hmm. it's, it's the same. I mean, the cancers, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, so the range depends on usually the kind of premium that you're prepared to pay. I think – So there are choices. It's, there are choices. It's not just one um, – Plan and that's it. It's a you've you've got it's almost again like humans where you can have a hospital plan for instance or different exactly. levels a premium level exactly and yeah. I, you know we play prominently in the pet insurance market and a lot of people say oh have you looked at you know one of your new competitors and you know they they're definitely gaining market share. You know, we, we, firstly, we see them as frenemies. So, yes, we, we're competing, mm-hmm. but we're all trying to do the right thing. And uh, I, I think what is comforting when you look at pet insurance in South Africa is that there is this proliferation of pet insurance products. People are starting to become more aware of, of pet insurance, the benefits of pet insurance. They're also educating themselves on the things that are good and the things that are bad, the products that you should look at and the products that you shouldn't look at. So, um, so yes, to answer your question, there are options. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd say that there's probably about a dozen providers uh, out there today that offer a range of different benefits. Mm-hmm. So, yes, there are options. Okay. Is there a price difference or limitations for specific breeds? Um, let's take into, as an example, the Chihuahua and a Great Dane. <laughs> So that's also a very, very uh, good question. And also it it goes to probably – so I have two Dachshunds. Yeah. And uh, the one thing that, that would concern me the most is the, the congenital or you know, birth-related spinal uh, issues, issues, spinal issues yeah. or chihuahuas. Or, you know, they have certain uh, congenital issues as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I would, would say there, that is probably if you have a thoroughbred uh, c- cat or dog or – whatever other animal it might be, um, have a look at that. Mm-hmm. That is probably the most important thing. Back operations are incredibly expensive, yeah. certainly for Dachshunds, and every breed has their own nuance that could be uh, very pricey. 
there are products out there that do cover it. Usually there's a waiting period attached to it. So it prevents a situation of someone that realizes that their dog has a potential back problem, quickly putting them on pet insurance mm. and then claiming for it. Mm. So there is a trust relationship between the policyholder and the insurer. And, uh, it's just being honest. Yeah. So does your pet have an issue, yes or no? And also the different lifespans to take into consideration. 100%. Um, you've got between sort of six years and 15 or 16 years. Yeah, precisely. And so, so to go back to your question, I think it is, it is imperative that you find a pet insurance provider that does ensure those kind of congenital related mm. uh, issues. Um, because it's, again, much like the age limit issue, you, you want the cover when you need it the most. Yeah. Uh, it's when your pet is young and healthy. Yeah, sure, the accident component is something that you, can't, uh, that you can't foresee. But it's generally when they start getting a bit more sickly and more prone to those kind of injuries yeah. and, and diseases. And is there a difference between insuring a dog and a cat in terms of price? Um, I think, again, it depends on your provider. Um, I think uh, I think there is usually a difference between the price, and that is just based on actuarial data of you know how often do cats get sick, how often yeah. do dogs get sick, yeah. etc. But but yes, there, there generally should be a price difference between the two. So obviously, you need to um, have your animal assessed before you can go onto insurance. So it would need to have some sort of entry um, checkup, entry level checkup, and then you would need to. Make sure that you follow up with your vet visits. Um, I'm sure that you would probably need to have proof that you've inoculated your pet, maybe proof of sterilization. Are those things to consider? Absolutely. So it's, it's much like a human where um, once you join a, an insurance business or a medical scheme, uh, they want all of your prior medical history. And, and it, it goes back to something that I said earlier, you know, be truthful with your insurer. Uh, and obviously I say that from a very biased and subjective view because you know, we have an insurance company as well. But it, it's that's not the reason I say it. The reason I say it is that when something goes wrong, you want your insurer to be there for you and cover you and not rely on a misrepresentation or a non-disclosure of a certain medical information that precludes the payment of a claim. Yeah. So, yes, the, you, there will be medical history that you would have to provide, and that would then be taken into consideration when underwriting your pet. Mm. So considering whether there's certain exclusions that should apply. So if your pet had a certain injury or a certain disease, it might be that your insurer either excludes that in totality or adds a waiting period uh, to that particular condition before cover is provided. Mm. The one thing that, that I would encourage people to do is just try and educate themselves on what the cover is that they're signing up for. Uh, I think people, and, and you know, this is a, a problem with society uh, generally, is that they kind of you know, gloss over the important stuff, the terms and conditions, and they kind of say, well, we now have pet insurance, we're okay. I think uh, I think the more educated you are on the type of cover that you have, what you're paying for, making sure that you get bang for your buck, and how to claim when something happens to your pet, um, the more you educate that, uh, educate yourself on that, I think the, the more you will appreciate the cover that you have, and probably the more you will prevent a situation of, a disagreement with your insurer because that's usually what it is. It's just a, an educational gap. So the client believes it has a certain amount of cover when the insurer uh, actually has different cover on book. So so it would be just understand your cover. I've heard of something called kennel cover. What exactly yep. is that? 
So I think uh, where a lot of people come short um, in terms of their cover is that Obviously, if there's an admission and your pet has to be admitted to to a vet, that is ordinarily covered. But if your pet has to stay there for a prolonged period, call it two, three, four days, that portion of it is usually excluded. And, you know, it is usually those kinds of misunderstandings or lack of knowledge about your cover that leads to you being out of pocket. And uh, what I would say is that there are a lot of providers that provide kennel cover, and it is probably something that I would look at when identifying or assessing whether um, cover is appropriate or not. Have a look for kennel cover. Is it covered? Yes, no. To what extent? Uh, So that you are also educated on, well, I know that my pet is looked after uh, for three days in terms of overnight stays if it has to stay at the vet. I'm not suggesting that after that you go, well, I've got to take my pet out, but at least you're aware and you can budget for Mm. that additional expense when it happens. To finish off, frequently asked questions about pets with trainer and behaviorist Kathy Clayton. Why won't my dog's penis go back in? Well, embarrassing as it is, um, it's to do with excitement. And, uh, you know, it's come out and it's there and, and they need to settle down and it will go back in. But it's just a question of dogs, dogs excited and um, they don't know how to sort of hold it together kind of thing. Why does my dog hump my other dogs even though she's a girl? Again, it's excitement. We're playing and suddenly we're going to hump the other dog. It's, it's, it's not that we're trying to um, – it's nothing sexual – um, and again, a lot of people think, oh, my dog is dominant. Mm, it's just saying to the other dog, oh, I'm getting excited, so I'm just going to jump on top of you and hump you. And uh, again, it's very, very embarrassing for the owner. Especially when it's the dog and the owner. Yes. So you kind of distract the dog. Come on, let's go and do something else. Thanks for listening to this episode of Pause for Thought, brought to you by PetHeaven.co.za. Never run out of pet food again with Pet Heaven's super convenient scheduled deliveries. Shop today and get 20% off your first scheduled delivery of premium pet products to your door. This is CliffCentral.com.